Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, it's about that time. Another episode of the Country Street Podcast. I am Joseph Pavone. Joel Pavone's here. Sean Ducha. Southern fans, just sit back, relax. You know, put your, put your feet up. This is like the, uh, the, the therapy couch. We're going to get through this, man. we got a few yeah, days I don't know how I'm gonna get through to this. digest everything, you know, uh, between uh, obviously the end of Game 7 and stuff that's coming short of pulling off the, the greatest comeback in NBA playoff history. Coming short in uh, Game Seven in a blowout fashion, right? One hundred three to eighty four is your final score, uh, and I think that's what's just uh, been resonating with Celtics fans, right? And of course, everyone's got an opinion on what this organization needs to do next. We'll talk about what Brad Stevens had to say during his uh, press conference, end of the season press conference, uh, pretty much making it one hundred percent that he's going to stick with Joe Mazzulla, uh, going to stick with his core. Couldn't say a whole lot about Jalen Brown's future, but of course said that all the good things, right? That spoken, the relationship. So we'll get on to that, of course, and uh, take a trip around the NBA like we always do with Jewels in case you missed it. But uh, yeah, guys, let's uh, let, let's talk about Game 7 a little bit. Talk about moving forward, right? I mean, everyone's got a, a, an opinion on what this organization needs to do, but... Uh, what happened in Game Seven? Like, what do you what do you guys think happened there? I mean, the Celtics. I mean, look, we haven't we haven't been behind the mics in a while, right? I mean, well, at least in the past week or so. So, Game Six obviously is what was on everyone's mind going into Game Seven. That energy would carry over. Derek White game winner, historic moment. If you ask me, I mean, look, obviously the Celtics not finishing it takes away from that moment. But with that energy going into Game Seven back home against the Miami Heat. What happened there, guys? What, what do you think happened? Yeah, I think. I uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, now you know what, Joel. I was just gonna probably say something stupid and pass it to you, anyways, man. Yeah, I got. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. Go ahead. I, I, you know me, but before <laughs> this podcast, wrong with that. before we went on this podcast, I was like, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I'm ready. To talk about, you know? So yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's why the, the days in between help. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, look, that's it, it the helped, overall. It helped. That's the overall vibe has been with Southern Nation. I even I, I had to check its pulse, right? Yeah. After 48 hours, so we have we got a little. We got, more time than that, so more time to digest it. But go go ahead, Joel. You can start things off. Yeah, kick it off. I mean, I think after game six, right, you know, um, historic put back, you know, point one, all that good stuff that went into actually coming back from being down 3 nothing, uh, 
anybody anybody that's that that said oh I, you know i saw that potential of uh, the Celtics being able to at least tie up this series is lying because uh we were on the mics the last time right after game 3 and i felt like after game 2 that that opportunity slipped away and i was just like if the inevitable happens or like the uh the fact that the Celtics were going to were going to lose the series i was going to always look back at game 2 as like that that's the one that that probably you know they wish they had back more than any any of the other games here. But to go back to Game Seven, I think I think yeah, that might be the only one that like slipped through the fingers. Yeah, yeah I mean, but, go ahead, yeah. but to go back to Game Seven, first play of the game, Jason Tatum rolls his ankle, and I think it took the wins out of their sails, and they just never recovered from that. Not that I'm saying it's an excuse, but that's something that like all the momentum that they had, especially after Game Six, that that really which is hard to recover from. I it, it appeared to to just everybody who played in that game. Tatum tried his best, but he just he, you know, he was hobbling out there every time he'd go up for a layup or a dunk and he'd come down wincing and limping and it's it was just one of those things where they should have rallied around him. They should have rallied to be like, "Yo, let's do this for Jason." But I don't know, for whatever reason it just didn't it didn't work out that way. And it should have. They're at home. Everything was in their favor. But I don't know. What do you guys think? Does it make sense what, I, what I'm saying? Did you guys yeah, sense man. any of that? It makes sense. But I don't know. I don't know where to start with. I think I think when uh, it came when it came to them not being the favorites in any of those games, you know, the one game at a time attitude when nobody had them. But then the moment that they won game six. And like Chuck said, ain't nobody in America, you know, is not going to be rooting yep. for the Celtics. Then I think, you know, maybe they were feeling themselves a little too much. And then no one ever thought like, oh, you know, just we're one injury away from the end of our season is, is essentially. So I don't know. It's a, again, it's a mental thing. It's a the mental fortitude of this team isn't, isn't always there when it should be. Well, I think yeah. I think I think this first off, I don't know what was worse. The feeling after game three. Well, they're feeling after Game Seven, <laughs> probably Game like, Seven, but yeah, I, I feel you. <laughs> but, but, dude, I didn't, I didn't think that a, a single team could make me feel that low, and then within a week, make me feel that low again. And <laughs> like, if they should have just lost Game Four, bro. Like, like, just lose Game Four. Yeah, gonna do that when, shit. No, but that would have been worse, bro. If they, if they lost by like two points, you would have been. But uh, no, 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 no. I, I was trust me. I was ecstatic that this this series went seven somehow. <laughs> somehow, but, but, no, no, no. I but mean, they if, didn't show up. If they lost, they like, didn't show up. They lost like two points in game seven. Though I would have, I would have. No, I would have felt way better. I would have felt way better. <laughs> they didn't fucking show up. You mean to tell me you take you've taken a week out of my life, out of my thirty five years on this planet? Like I got one. You reinvested. You get the fuck with me, dude. You 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 reinvested yourself in the series, like a lot of people said. I did, and And I said, you know what? Let's only win one. We got the mics. Why they come out so flat? I mean, obviously Jason Tatum. I mean, him getting hurt didn't help. But what happened with Jalen Brown? I got, I got, jeez, I I got, I got thoughts here. I got thoughts here. So first off. The Tatum thing, I think, is being underplayed right now. Just as a not not as a fact that the team didn't rally around him, Joel, which I didn't really think about, but you know, Jalen Brown should have. 
Like it, it kind of it kind of goes. I'm sorry, not to cut you off. It kind of goes back to the Grant uh, the Grant Williams thing, right? When you got in yeah. Jimmy yeah. Butler's face, yeah. they didn't rally well, around that. Percent. And then they got shattered on in Game Three. So yep. you know, when there's a little <laughs> bit of adversity, when, when when they want to say that this team, when their backs against the wall, they play their best. That's true. But if you throw a little bit of adversity outside of the the scoreboard, it just feel like this team can't handle it. But um, so there's that, and then there's also. Um, if anyone is going to rally around Tatum, it's got to be Brown. Yeah, no, I totally, totally agree. I don't but, think there's anybody that's going to disagree with you on that. It, sh- it, sh- it should have been. I don't know if he was like caught off guard, deer in the headlights type of like, oh, oh, I got to do this right now. Oh shit, like that's not what I prepared for. You know, even though you should be ready when the the lights are at their brightest, right? But well, well, there's that, and there's also like you know, people le- legitimately going into this playoff series. In the Atlanta series, there was people that said, "Hey, this isn't Jalen Jason Tatum's team. This is Jalen Brown's team. Like Jalen Brown is the best playoff performer, best playoff performer. First round, second round, they said it. Last year in the finals, they said it. And then when really push comes to shove, where Tatum can't go, that's what you get, man. That that to yeah. me is is insane. And I I remember the second point about the Tatum injury. All right, the thing that killed us." And this sort of piggybacks on the Jalen thing is Tatum had to be out there. Yeah. Like Brogdon is injured. You have Brogdon on the bench. Tatum had to be out there in the first half. And you know something's drastically wrong when he gets the ball in the backcourt and doesn't bring it up. Every time he got the ball in the backcourt as he normally would or grab a rebound, or whatever the case is. He would look immediately, get the ball out of my fucking hands, dude. Yeah, yeah. Within his head, you could tell. Was he was head. done. He was, was in done. His body language, he was just completely checked out. But yeah, I mean, the team didn't rally around him. That's true, Joel. I mean, I just think at the end of the day, Miami Heat, they, they sense that. They're like, oh, that's their leader. Get him now. And I feel like there was like that five, six minute window where the Celtics had that brief lead in the first quarter. And like, that was it. That was it. That was it, bro. <laughs> once, this, once the Heat sensed the fear, yeah. it yeah. was over. And yeah. they, they yeah. pounced. It's like blood in the it's like blood in the water. Some people want to say, some people want to say he chose in the moment. Other people want to say he just had a bad game. I think it's somewhere in between. Yeah, yeah. The moment, I it's 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 a tough spot. He wasn't ready for it, and he just man eight turnovers later, all of a sudden, but it was it's a twenty plus point deficit. So let me ask you this: What are you most worried about? That all those things that you just said with Jalen or the team lights, or he wasn't ready for it. Which one's worse? Because he's he's always tried to be like, or at least reports have been, he wants to be the number one. He wants to be the guy in that spot. You got the chance on the biggest stage, and you fall you fall a little short. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Are you that yeah. guy? Or are you not that guy? Right? And why why weren't you that guy when you had the chance? If you want to be that guy, you know, it's not that easy. Yeah. Honestly, you know. I think there's uh, I, I think there's like it's layers to there's layers to it. It's not like you know. Yeah, but the simplest thing is if you're if you think you're the guy on this team that this and you're gonna be bet, yeah, bet, but why why do you assume that? I don't think he, it's not about that. I just think but he just wasn't ready for that moment. I mean, it's not about him wanting to be number one. I think we've it's been established that, that that's Tatum. Does he want to be some, number one elsewhere? I mean, I guess we'll find out. We'll find that out soon. But well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but. No, I think I think it's more like, so. I feel like I feel like you're expecting him to just like save the day, like it's like a Disney movie, whereas yeah. he's been struggling the entire series. So yeah. it's not like he just came out of nowhere. Like he's had a terrible series. Yeah, he, was, yeah. he was consistent beforehand, but like, but he went to the series 
just awful. Yeah. And in that moment, like, I don't know. I, I think it was kind of unrealistic for him for us to expect he's going to just turn things around in that moment. Here's what, here's the, the thing that he had, had to do there. He could either be Chris Middleton or he could be Jalen Brown star. And he's like, are you, is he a Chris Middleton? Is that all he's going to be? Is he going to be a great, like, player to play off the best, one of the best players in the league? But you know, if Jalen Brown's your number one, like, yeah, but you think this is defined? This is the, the series defines it? I think that that game spoke volumes because lack of consistency has been Jalen Brown's. Yeah, but hold on, I'm saying though. That game, obviously, game seven, big moment, but historic game seven. The, 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 the most viewed ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's a that's a big moment. But, but you can't. I hear what you're saying. I hear you saying. But like, it's just it, it was a big moment for him. I think I think it's fair to say that. I, I don't think it's no. A, that, 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 but that, no, it's not. Fair and it's not a cop out. It's not. It's, it's not, not a cop out. It's not a cop out. It does sound like a cop out. But the reason why I say that is, it's it tells us what we have already known about. about I Jim know, Brown. but he's it, not but, a number one. He's not a number one. But but I think him thinking he was a number one. Was really good for well, the team. He got team. a huge dose of reality. Well, I mean, okay. You know what I mean? All right. Like, yes yes, and no, because with the narrative of that, that, oh, he wants to be a number one, he couldn't even, like, you know, come out and prove that. Maybe it's not that deep. Maybe it's more so. It's well, like, exactly. Because, Joel, it's not an audition, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like, maybe it's not that deep. It's not an audition, but it's what but you've I, been preparing. No, I, I get you. I get you. I get you. I think it's more so that, like, yeah, yeah, Tatum, Tatum is Tatum, but I can be just as good as Tatum, but it just didn't happen. When everybody expected it to happen, you get it. I get it. I get it. I do. I, no, no, I fucking get. I get. I get it. Man, it's not. It's not. It's not a cop. It's not a cop out. It's not. A, it's. It's one of those things where it's just like both Tatum and Brown. They're they're barely scratching the surface of their prime. Like it's not like this. Is like they've reached their ceiling, you know. And I and I know people want the championship now. I get that because they've gone to the interconference final so many times. But that's like a double edged sword. For them, especially because they had, quote, early success, I guess, so to speak, in their careers, that now it's just like, all right, they should already just get over the hump. They went to the finals last year. Why couldn't they just, you know, they got they got a deeper bench, and then why couldn't they just just, just get it together when they should have gotten it together? And I don't know. That just one of, it's one of those things where, you know, we spoke about it when they were down 3 nothing. Maybe they have to work on their mental fortitude, and I don't know what else uh, you you can you can do or say for that to change. Yeah, you can't teach that, right? Yeah, you really can't. Yeah, but you you, you can it's teach It's moments it. like this. Yes, gonna, yes. Yeah, right. Yep. You but then, but then, that, then that's the freaking biggest question of the offseason. Like, yeah. Stick with this? Do you split it All up? Right, like, so, is this the final hump? Like, it's hard to say, right? You know how I feel about Jalen Brown. Well, Jalen Brown, that's the that's the biggest curveball because it's contract. I feel like, I feel like Tatum, and I don't want to turn into a Tatum versus Brown thing because I feel like that's what a lot of Celtics fans do at the end of the day. No, but here's, like, if Tatum, if Tatum wasn't injured and he played the way he played, or, or he just didn't, you know, the scoring output, any, everything just all together, they, on both ends of the floor, they they suck. If Tatum sucked, are we saying this about Tatum? Or is it just, oh, it's just a bad game. You just had one bad you know game at the worst possible you time. You know what I hate about the, the, the play, especially? I mean, obviously the fact that he got hurt, but but he was doing what I wanted Aggressive. him to do. Like, he was going yeah, to the yeah, room. Exactly. Because he remembered what happened in game six. I was like, just going to the free throw line, 11 for 11 the first half. Yeah. You know, all that matters. Like, at yeah. the end of the day, especially in the moment like that where you win by one point. You know what I mean? And I was like, just, just going to say, uh, how many games I don't know if it's going to be a signature seen? game, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has the right mindset. When he goes yeah. in the right idea. Yeah. Layup in the first 20 seconds, you know that game Tatum's on fire. You know he's on fire that game. And that's what we were going to have. We were going to have. I, I really well a layup or a dunk and you're like all right 
they, we got it. Let's like, go. It sets the tone yeah. like early, like they like they did in, in in Game Five at home, and it's just like you know it's one of those things right. again. Fucking freak but shit. He, did, he <laughs> didn't want to be on the wrong side of history, no. man. Like that's the you got to remember as well. Like well, they're, they're playing they for pride. They're playing for the reputation, yeah. man. Like that would have been something that talked about for you. That could have broke them. Jimmy like, Butler would have been. Oh, like, that's what Jimmy Butler is. You know what I mean? That that's what it would have been. I mean, either way, there would have been some probably some sort of shakeup of the core or, yeah. or whatever. I mean, that still might be the case. Who knows? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, for all we know, yeah, they got they got young guys, and obviously, you know, so Caleb was just incredible. Yo, but but could be co MVP. Should have been MVP. Talk about it. Hold on, before I lose this thought, uh, before I fucking lose this thought about Janet. Hold on, one one thing out there about Janet. You know how I feel about Janet Brown. I am not in the trade Jalen Brown thing, and I think that if anyone is so short sighted to be like he can't be the number one paid player in the NBA, those people are the dumbest people. Because it'll last for six months, and then someone's going to be higher, and then <laughs> yeah, all the stars yeah, yeah. will be higher. It's just the new well, CBA. People, like people, people yeah. say that clearly haven't been, you know, keeping it close on the end. But 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 you, but, the, but that is the narrative that is out there. It's it's like oh, he just be the first to get an extension oh, of so this caliber. Make Jalen Brown the number one paid NBA player in, in the in the NBA. It's like. It's like the money being it's just, tossed it around. It just is what it fucking is. Yeah. No, and he, like, he, what are you going to lose him and make him the fourth highest player? Like, what? That, that's the dumbest argument I've heard. No, and the question is, can these guys then they get can. over the hump? They like, can. Can, I, they, can, can these guys, as a cohesive unit, do it? And is it going to blow up in your face? Everyone says that the Celtics aren't in the learn it phase any longer, right? Yeah. And I totally get that, and I understand it, and I believe it now because you know why? If you look at the 2022 finals and you want to blame that on Jason Tatum because he didn't show up, fine. Jalen Brown has now felt the same thing. There was a moment for him to come up big, and he, he, he failed for that moment. So if you're talking about motivation now, Tatum got the finals, Jalen Brown's got game seven. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Play. I see what you're saying. Like, ah, because, yeah. be, because the the whole thing is like the both game scrutinized. You don't you don't win until you fail. Until ah, you fail. There's and the Sean Ducha that I know. The positive thinker. We saw thinker. It with Jordan. We saw it with Bird. We saw it with the Lakers. We saw it with every everything ever. Shit, we even they saw it with we even saw it with LeBron and, at the at the you know at the expense of the Celtics, but still he so he couldn't beat the Celtics yeah. and when he finally yeah. and you I, know pulled and I through. I really feel like I really feel like the scrutiny that's going to be on Jalen Brown about Game Seven, it will match the scrutiny that'll be on Tatum from the finals, and they're going to bond over that shit and they're going to come back and next fucking year there we go and that's why and that's that's my fucking take it to the fucking house, dude. <laughs> Like that's it? What the hell? No occasion missed it. <laughs> okay, I didn't even look at it like that in terms of, you know, now both of the uh team's superstars, now, you know, all NBA guys, you know, didn't have or back to back failures, I guess, to sort of speak. That now that they can they can come back even stronger and and get and get better. Because like if anybody doesn't think that they're gonna get better, uh, whether they want to believe that 
they should be here or not, like that's insane because <laughs> they've only gotten better every single year they've been in the league, both of them. Right. I mean, I think it's just a matter of. I mean, everyone's thinking about obviously Jalen's contract and the my, the, the the kind of talent that they can surround them with, and if it gets better than what we saw this year. I mean. Malcolm Brogdon obviously had an incredible season, but let's face it, he did what he's done his entire career, which is it just doesn't survive through a postseason. Play right? good and then get hurt. I mean, I don't mean to boil it down to that point, but I mean, in terms of making a deep playoff run for this Celtics team, obviously with championship goal, with that being the ultimate goal, like he, he didn't make it, and like that's something again. You look back in his history; that's what he, that's what that's what's happened in the past. Whether it's with the Bucks, whether it's with the Pacers, series against the Celtics. I mean, he was always the guy. Question, make it back. And that was the same thing that happened in each conference finals. Bad timing for that, right? Yeah. Game seven, Robert Williams, you know, he's sick, throwing up all over the place. I mean, bad timing for that, right? Like, yeah, yakking, that yakking, and yakking. Stuff, yeah. That type of stuff doesn't help the Celtics, but for a team that put themselves in that situation when the margin of error was that thin, razor thin, like, that's, that's what happens. And especially against a team like the Miami Heat, where, again, like we've been saying all series long, they're going to make you pay for your mistakes. They're gonna they're gonna sniff that out like a freaking truffle pig. <laughs> gonna, be like, <laughs> gonna be like, man, that's a these guys are vulnerable. This is it. This is yeah. it. You know, and it doesn't matter if it's on the road because guess what? They won there. They did it twice throughout the series. That was nothing for them. You know, and it didn't take a historic or you know signature performance for Jimmy Butler. It was just a, a all hands on deck, all hands on deck type of effort. Crazy, and, yeah, right? Was, crazy, right? To think about, right? Crazy to think about. They they stole they stole three games at the Garden. Out of the four, like wow, that's what was scary about Game Seven because it's like, man, they're not afraid to do this. They've yeah. done that already. Yeah, it's, you know? I, I mean, Charles Barkley said it. Uh, a few others after they won Game Six is like, yo, the pressure's on Boston now, and it's like, fuck, you know. You, I you was think- thinking it's all on Miami too. Yeah, I was because you don't want to be on the wrong side of history, yeah. and I still believe that. But when they saw Tatum go down, I'm telling you, they, they the timidness of the Celtics because they they've been there before, you know, not yeah. when Tatum getting hurt, but. Just when they when they're hesitant like that, and Celtics were just they weren't loose, they were tight, they were, you know, they just weren't in the moment quite there. You know what I mean? Like the Miami Heat was just consistent. You know, they were gritty, on point, and it wasn't just a couple of guys. You know, yeah, but no, you know, right. obviously everyone's talking about the future, what should happen. Joe Mazzulla's job obviously has been a talking point. And um, that that was something that Brad Stevens in his press conference completely shut down. Right, uh, said that he that that's his guy. He's gonna stick with him. Gonna try to get Jalen back in the mix. I, I mean, how, how do you guys feel about that? Is the, either one of you thinking about the team could could use a, another head coach, or that maybe this isn't the direction that the team is going? I mean, look, they did win three in a row. You know, they did they did tie the series. But does that does that matter at the end of the day? Do you guys think like this this team could survive or this team can thrive? With with Joe Mazzulla as the head coach, if you get a full summer of Joe and fill out, you know, the assistants where he's either it's either coming from him or or him and Brad are collaborating to 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 handpick their their assistants, then maybe you'll see a, a a difference and most likely an improvement from year one, obviously, because like to take over a, a championship, you know, team or a champion a team that had championship aspirations, I should say. Days before training camp, and you didn't handpick any of these assistants. This is like from the previous regime, and it's just, and it's more so that like he's trying to, I think he was trying to carve his own niche in terms of like what's, I want my like identity as a, 
as a coach on this team and not just like, oh, he's just doing the same thing that Ime was doing because it's like it just wasn't going to work that way, right? It was going to be weird trying to just implement everything that Ime was <laughs> trying to implement. And it's like, but you're but you're Joe. You're not Ime, you know? So I don't know. He's got the three more years left, uh, if I saw correctly. Three more years. Yeah, now he does. So I'm, I'm not saying he's gonna take three years to, to win one championship, but like if you, you know, run it back for essentially with the same with the same core and 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 you know tweak a little bit of the roster. I don't know what exactly yet, but and uh, a full summer of what Joe wants to run with his own staff. Maybe we're we're talking getting over that hump next season. Yeah, I think of it two ways. I think of it like. The way you're thinking of it, like, could be the right way. But the other way is, like, you know, if you're really worried about the assistant coaches, you probably don't have the right head coach, right? No, no, like well, I, hold on, real, real, real quick, though. Because be, what I'm saying, though, is because is the report is, oh, like, like that. no, no, but the report immediately after, like, <laughs> the game, after game seven is, like, oh, he's about to lose three, head, you know, three assistant coaches. So it's, like, oh, shit. So it's, like, <laughs> they didn't want to be there to begin with? Or, like, what's you know, that's that type of deal. They, they lost Damon Stoudemire. They didn't replace him. So... It's like, well, yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. But if you, if like, if the reason, if David Sotomayor left and then everyone tuned out the fucking head coach, like, you got the wrong head coach, is what I'm saying. But like, you think they tuned him out? I don't know. I feel like there was, they were reluctant. Like, I feel like that was like reluctancy coming through when everyone was, when Marcus Smart was trying to be the head coach and talking about players the way he was talking about players and talking about yeah. Joe the way he talked about Joe. Like, I feel like there was right a little bit so. like, yeah, it was a little bit like, I feel like the coach, they, they didn't trust the coach, then they bought in, and they didn't buy into the coach, I feel like they bought into like, yeah, we can't lose, so might as well do what coach is yelling at us to do, maybe, I don't know, but if you're, if, if you're worried about the assistant coaches, you don't have the right coach, because if you have a great coach, you have the right coach, it doesn't matter who the fuck is the assistant coach, who's the assistant coach for... Fucking Phil Jackson. Uh, what's that dude's name? Right. Del, Del Harris, I think. Yeah. Who, who was, <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> who was the assistant coach for Pat Riley back in the day? Like, who was yeah. the assistant coach? Like, Stan, uh, Stan, uh, Stan Van Gundy like, and Eric Spolstra? No, if you've got the right coaches, though, you're not, like, no one's worried about, like, oh, we need a real assistant coach that's, like, going to be great. Like, well, I don't know. Maybe not, like, a real. I'm just saying, like. You can like, have a great assistant coach if you're a great coach, but it shouldn't define how you make it to the finals or not. Like, that's not how it works, bro, you know? Um, sticking with Joe Mazzula, again, this doesn't surprise me. If this team, if the Celtics got swept against the Heat, I, I think it would have been more of a talking point, even though, obviously, between Boston media and what the fans have been saying, it's already been a talking point. But Brad Stevens shutting that conversation down uh, first and foremost, it, it seemed like he wanted to, that was the, the first thing he wanted to address of, of what Joe Mazzula had to go through. Of course, wasn't easy. Something that we talked about all season long under the circumstances of taking over uh, suspended Ime Udoka, right? Something no one saw coming right days before training camp. So uh, again, nothing surprising, but for Brad Stevens to go out there and, and say, look, this is going to be, this is our guy. This is our head coach. Um, obviously sent the message loud and clear. Yeah, I mean, he he, he kind of like he, he injected himself into like if he was to be put in that situation, he's like, I couldn't do it because I need like a whole summer to to like you know get my get my shit organized. And this dude right. literally had like a couple days, if that. I imagine they probably had the conversation with with Joe like before 
the suspension was announced, but still, like, like, right. like I, I remember, I remember how Brad got the job. He got the job going into the draft, being like, "All right, let's see what happens." And then all of a sudden, or at least he had those conversations with Danny, so he sort of knew he was in line to, yeah. to get that head coaching job. And then it's in full rebuild mode. He's yeah. just like, "Oh." Like, oh, that's what we're doing now. Oh, it's like that. Okay. Now, now I know why I'm here. Okay, <laughs> but cool. Even, but even Brad had a whole damn summer yeah. <laughs> to process everything and be like, oh, I'm going to bridge the gap into the new era of something yeah. possible. Like, okay, like, all right. So having all that time to obviously put together your coaching staff, completely different situation compared to what Joe Zula had to go through. So, yeah, I thought that was cool to put, put things into perspective by interjecting his own experience and, and saying, like, man, that's something I could never do, never pull off. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you remember when when the trade happened? And uh, I bet you Brad was just like, "Oh, so okay, cool. So that's this is why I'm actually here. Oh, so no Rondo until like January. All right, cool. All right, it is what it is. You know, we gotta <laughs> gotta you know go on a fly here. Wait, I, gotta, I gotta go see him. Oh, oh, all right. No, I'll, I'll book a flight. That's yeah, cool. That's cool. Right. That's cool. Yeah. V- Vitor, <laughs> remember that whole thing? Vitor Ferriani? Is that who we we're drafted? All right, that's okay. Yeah, all right, I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> Vitor, how <laughs> <laughs> about that dude? <laughs> you you gotta see where he's coming from in that in that aspect, right? Um, we were talking about it a little bit earlier about like oh oh you know sometimes assistant coaches don't matter, but I think maybe in in, in this situation uh, it might because I mean was Damon Stoudemire was he looking to get out this whole time? Then he just all of a sudden like this Georgia Tech job just came in. I, I care less about that. Honestly, I hate yeah. that talking point. Yeah. I mean, it's just about you, know, you sign this guy up for this job. At the end of the day, who he has next to him isn't going to, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, it can make things easier, but something made that decision by putting him in that position. You know, there wasn't like this guy at the time to, to handpick his, his coaching staff and all that. Like, it was way beyond whether Damon Stoudemire is at that East Conference Final Series or not. You know what I mean? It's like this thing yeah. comes down Joe Zoo. Like, that, that's, that's what it is at the end of the day. Yeah, you know. And look, maybe having someone else there to help him. It could have helped things a little bit, but at the end of the day, Joe Zillow is going to do what he feels like doing. Like he's, he's yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like he's shown how defensive he is with the media and how you know he's going to do things his way. And if he gets burned, you know he'll he'll decide what the next step is. No one's going to force his hands. So yeah, I yeah. don't believe that. No, no. Like, I, yeah, no. I, I, oh well. Why did Damon leave? Did he leave? Like no, whatever the case may be, it doesn't change the outcome of what would have happened. Yeah, no, I agree because he's trying to put his fingerprints on this team, like. It's it's not Emay's team anymore, and the moment he got suspended, I don't think anybody for a second was like, "Oh, maybe he's coming back." And like, no, like that was the decision was made, uh, and then you you move forward. Uh, whether the rest of the coaching staff was just like, "I don't know if I'm going to stick around," regardless if uh, you know Emay or or rather uh, Joe is going to be here long term because he was the interim for like you know over half a season, but I don't know. Remains to be seen. So here we are. Nah, man. So I think to like. To like Sway's point and to what I was trying to say earlier, like, what, what were you gonna say about that whole like that he won out? And like, what, 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 like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, you just stopped saying what you were saying about the the oh, Damon no. part. Yeah, the Damon part. Yeah, like, did he want? Well, I think that was like a stake in the ground like, situation, or like, what do you mean? You talking to you, me or Sean? Because Sean was the one that brought that up. Before he's brought it up before, I feel like that was a that was no, a, I mean, like just now when you were like, oh, did, did Damon want out or anything or like. No, because then that's the, that's the whole the that's the speculation. Like, if like, oh, did it get to the point where the coaching staff just didn't agree with what Joe had to say? 
or how Joe wanted to run the team, and they were just like they're just counting the counting the time, counting their time. They'd be like, all right, you know, once the season's over, whether the Celtics win the championship or even get to the finals or not, like I'm out. I don't have a job anymore. Exactly, exactly. So, so, all right. So there's that, and then there's also just the there's two points to here, and I and I think the whole Joe Mazzulla thing. We're gonna talk Joe Mazzulla for the next six months. To a blue in the motherfucking face, man. It's gonna we, be. We shouldn't, though. We know, right? I mean, <laughs> Maybe the rest of the media, crazy. but we shouldn't. <laughs> like, it's like the, the people who are like, oh, this team have they spent so much years together, and the same the same people are saying like, oh, well, Joe Mazzulla doesn't know how to deal with them. It's just like, well, which one is it? Like, yeah, are they yeah, too? Yeah. Like, are they too experienced to? I don't know. Are they? Are they reached their ceiling? You know, are they not gonna get any better? Or anyone who says not being coached the way they should be. Like, which anyone who says the team has reached their ceiling is on heavy drugs. Heavy drugs. That's ridiculous to think that this team has reached. I don't think it's that ridiculous, but I mean, I, I don't agree with it. But I don't think it's like I don't think it's no. I mean, it's, it's narcotics. So basically, that would be that would that would be like yes, it is narcotics, hard narcotics, great no, like narcotics, felony. Yeah. So, so what you are you encouraged by this this season's team? Like what, what makes you say that? Like oh man, like it's just like obviously yeah, it went seven games, but you make it sound like as if like man, this team was just like amazing all year long. Like they they were consistent. My man, when you when you really look at like you can you can say what you want about what happened this year, and there's a lot that we could say about. What happened this year? I think a lot of that does fall on Joe Mazzulla. I think it does fall on being unprepared to handle a championship team that had aspirations to be a champion. I think if we're sitting here talking about, and I know I brought up Damon Stoudemire a couple weeks ago, but if we're sitting here talking about what assistant coaches, can we just bring some assistant coaches? It'll be fine. Then you got the wrong head coach. I think that all comes down to. You said that earlier in the episode, right? Exactly. I know, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not. I think the person, if you have the right person to have this roster, that by and large was the most talented roster in the Eastern Conference this year, hands down. You have the horses. You have to understand how to use them. I don't. I mean, we all can sit here and say Joe Mazzulla did not maximize the talent on this team. Joe Mazzulla did not do that. That's you need a guy that can maximize the talent on the team and has been there before. And you know what? A coach like Frank Vogel now going to the Suns, right? He's not a great coach, but he knows how to put his talent in places to win. Like, there's coaches out there that have been there that understands NBA culture, understands NBA players. Doc Rivers could could potentially do that maybe in 10 years ago. I don't know about now. But there's coaches out there that you could find that can maximize talent on a team. And you're never going to look at the coach and be like, wow, you had that talent and you got that result. Joe Mazzulla, to me, is going to be the David Blatt of NBA coaches. It's going to be David Blatt and Joe Mazzulla with squandered opportunities. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, about one it. year. Yeah, right. To the championship. David Blatt. He would <laughs> actually David Blatt uh has a better track record than, than Joe Mazzula. So Fine. But that. if you look at but there's there's also no look like like Tatum is Tatum, but there's no LeBron James on this team. Yeah, that see that yeah, that's exactly. That's that's you know, when you say that, those guys were you know By veterans okay. well well beyond, you know, five, six years in the league. 
and and, and they had gone to the finals no, before. I, I stand by that. The NBA, the Celtics have gone to the finals before. The, I, the, I, the, I, I get it, Joe but Mazzula like, but like going David back, Blatt. he's David Blatt. Going, going back, going back, said. going back to what Steven says. Like, I I get where what he's saying. Like, it, it can be a little bit of you know different factors, but like him saying like. Oh, he literally had a few days before training camp. That's almost like if he would have hired uh, Joe in the middle of the season, right? Essentially, because you're just like, all right, we just gotta just just take the ball and 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 go. And everyone just expected like this to be like a flawless season, and it started off like, kind of like that. But I then, they, then when it hit a, when it hit adversity, then it was like, oh, okay, maybe Joe isn't as good as as people thought he was, and it's and it's okay. Like I don't understand why why they thought like he was gonna win it all that easily. I think it would have been better off if Joe took over in the middle of the season because when you go to training camp, you need to know what the fuck you're going to tell your players that are going to last the entire season. Joe had to make that shit up on the fly. What? What do we say? Two, three days before training camp, right? So, yeah, but so, we expected it to be okay. Like, yeah, exactly. That's but what, if, but yeah, if, this isn't okay, though, Joe. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, no, no. I'm not okay, saying it's. I'm not saying it's. Not. No, I'm not saying it's okay to the fact that like how the thing, how the the season ended. But like you know, I'm I'm giving I'm giving the situation you know like reasonable doubt here in terms of like, hey, <laughs> in terms of like just the, like everything that he has to go through in a, in a season when shit is the fan and, and and you have to you know figure things out. It wasn't like he had to deal with uh, crazy okay. injuries. It was more so like well, Robert, Robert Williams. I, that was about it. But like for the most part, like I'm not trying to cut you off. I'm not. I apologize that I did. <laughs> but I think this is what it comes down to. You look at Joe Missoula, and you look at the new the, – the season is what the season was. Like, whoever the fuck you want to. Right? Does Joe Is Joe Missoula the coach that's going to take Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, team as constructed, say what you want about the way the team is. It's probably not going to look drastically different next year. It just probably won't. Is Joe Mazzulla the guy to take that team over the hump to win the championship next year? I don't know. Given I can't, I can't say yes, but I can't say no either. All right. Yeah. See, I think it's up to those guys. Yeah. And like I know it's like it's kind of a cop out answer, but no, man, that's not good though. <laughs> but I, but <laughs> when I say yes, way I'm not saying I'm not saying yeah. Like like I like I like I agree with it. I don't agree with it, but like that's like that's where we're at right now. Like this, the, everything that that's happened over the past week. You we, we, you know you're watching the the the. The, the Nuggets dismantle the Heat in game one, and you're like, oh, well, why couldn't the Celtics do that in any of these fucking games? And it's like, <laughs> I don't, we have no answers. We're, we're sitting there trying to figure out what the fuck happened. Well, they did it once. I don't know what the heck happened to that. They did do it once. But, yeah, yeah, they did it once in seven games. <laughs> yeah, so did, the, so did the Nuggets. Like, no, I'm like, thinking this thing is over. I don't think it's over. Like, like that's the thing, man. Like, I just feel like in terms of like mental toughness and all that stuff that we were talking about earlier in the episode, like, you can't coach that. You either have it or you don't. And look, I'm not saying like this team is like I know but... like, you wanna say the right okay, let me let me just let me just say this. Like, how many of you guys truly believe because I, I did in the beginning, but the more they said it, the more it just started to sound like it just seemed like lip service. Like this whole like, oh, we can't forget about what happened last year and we're so upset about it. Like, really guys? Are you really that upset? I I like the last like times I started I, I heard say that whether it was right before the playoffs or even after the first round i was like i don't think that's true like i really don't think that loss against the warriors stings as much as you guys say it as because i don't see a whole lot of bounce back from it i see it in spurs but i never saw the consistency 
You know what I mean? So like maybe coming up short after being a team three, you know, three times in a row and being the first team in NBA history to pull that off and you didn't do it, maybe that's it. Maybe that's the one that pushes them over the edge. But if not, then then this is it, right? I mean, for more reasons, for, for more obvious reasons, especially if Jalen, you know, doesn't resign or even if he does resign, you're never going to get that kind of talent around this around this court. So essentially, oh. running it back is clearly the best option. I mean, Jalen, not a, so you get at least one year to run this thing back. But I just wonder how do you address the secondary pieces and and all that. But for the most part, like we're going to find out if this team has it enough. Like this is it, you know, in my opinion, going into this next season. But I just I'm just not that excited about it, you know. Like if I'm being completely honest, but hope they prove me wrong. I mean. Whether it's the improving this roster, or whether it's just the eye test overall, I mean, did the, will this loss really whip these guys into shape, or is it just like, hey, this is being like they're doing this on purpose? I don't think they're quitting, but it's just like, man, they can't you can't get out of their own way, and I, I don't know if Joe Mazzula can really change that. He can help them tact, you know, and, and tactically or whatever. You know what I mean? Like in terms of being strategic and putting these guys in position. I mean, he, he improved a little bit with his timeouts and all that stuff and, and putting these guys in position. But at the end of the day, the hard grit, you know, that, that, all that stuff is, they have to have it. Either you have it or you don't. You can't coach that. I don't necessarily agree with the last part you said. I sort of, but I think the way I look at it, if you have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, you and, you have the core and you have talent. I do think that coaching does start to matter at some point when you have the best team on paper, like to just figure it out. Like if you're, if you're wondering what is going to make it, make them figure it out. Maybe it is an all time coach. Maybe it is someone that's been there before and won a championship before. Like when was the last time the Celtics brought in as someone that won a fucking championship before? When was the last time we had a, a coach that won an NBA championship before they came here? Yeah, but that's not going to force these guys yeah. to have heart, man. Like, yeah. You can it, bring it, in it, no, but it, get, it gives you street oh, whoever, like, yeah. Bring in Phil Jackson. You think it's going to be a different outcome? I'm not quite sure, honestly. Yo, I, I 1,000%. generation, okay? You can't just, like, force that stuff. That's no, you why are, I you are, you are, you are neglecting that. No, no. That's why, I'm glad you said this. That's why I hated, hated the 2004 Red Sox comparison. Get the hell out of here, man. Like, you guys don't know bleep if you think that this team is anything like those guys. Those guys had balls. Like, the 04 Sox team? Are you kidding me? You think the Celtics had Marcus Smart and I, I'm all out of guys. Maybe Derek White. The only, the only guys that could that reminisce someone like that. Two players that could have fit on that 04 team yeah. in, in baseball form. Maybe Brogdon. No, no, I, Maybe Brogdon. Tatum. Tatum is definitely Manny. Tatum's Manny. Tatum's Manny. Tatum's not Manny. Tatum's the like, most talented guy you got that could have oh – Manny didn't even fucking know nothing. Yeah, Tatum Manny. is so neat and soft. You know what I mean? Like, oh. What old. do you think Manny was? Why do you think Manny's a trainer? Manny was neat. Manny was neat. Are you kidding me? With his dreads and his and his chain and his mouth full of tobacco spit. He was neat. Get the fuck out of here, dude. I mean, he's Tatum is so like, neat and polished, but that's but Again, that's but Tatum. that's what that's what we were talking about. Like this was like a this is a finesse team. This is a pretty team, and when it's not going good, they don't know what to do. Like you know the socks, the socks weren't pretty. Tatum's been, been paying for since he was fourteen years old. He's been Listen, totally the nah, player, bro. 
You think Manny Ramirez was hearing that? But fucking in DR? Like the Sox, the Sox didn't, the Sox, didn't, the Sox didn't give a fuck. Like the Celtics don't have that. They yes. don't. No, no, why? no, 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 no. Because all these guys came from the bottom. All right. Guys like Tatum, Brown, AAU generation, these guys have been told that they're the greatest thing since sliced bread since they were 17 years old, man. Hold the generation's on. different, man. These guys don't... Oh, man. I can't believe The generation is different. The generation is different. But you're missing... The reason why you could pinpoint people on the team to match up to people on that 0-4 team, you know who you're not going to match up with is David Ortiz. Because David Ortiz is clutch. David Ortiz is the reason why we won... Those games. David Ortiz. Yeah, you would have been comparing Tatum to David Ortiz after that game seven performance. You would have been like, oh, he's, he can close this thing out, but then he fell flat against the Miami Heat. And now you're saying that they needed David Ortiz, man? Like, that's the thing. Like, look, Tatum got hurt. I get it. What are you I talking guess, about? Okay, you're, 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 ta- you're taking this comparison and you're taking it literally and then you're taking it way figuratively and you're all, you're either spectrum. Which one is it? Do you have a Trot Nixon on the team, or are you just missing someone that can close out games? I'm talking about heart, Sean. I'm talking about clutchness or, oh, no, like, they, uh, the big moment. That they team, that in team, the big moment, man. They that choked. team was nothing without David Ortiz hitting big hits. You can have all the heart in the world. We had heart. Isaiah Thomas, Jay Crowder, Al Horford. That team was all heart. And then they said, so oh, David you need Ortiz, talent. The only reason talent. Why, now we're going to go Ortiz's back the, the other way. That's David Ortiz is the only reason why that team won, bro. So David Ortiz stole that second base. Oh, word. So, so David Ortiz got that hit that, that Manny Ramirez that, that extended things. Man, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. So let's let's think about this. Let's think about this. Bill Miller hits in. Dave Miller. Bill Miller hits in. Dave, Dave Roberts. And that this game goes to extra so innings. Cringe, bro. It's the most that game goes to extra innings. Who? How do they win the that game? Heat. The Miami Heat are the old four socks more than the Celtics. How does that? Ever I, I don't, I'm not trying to compare the team to ever. the old four socks. I'm saying you want to say they don't have heart. You're, you're literally trying to fit this small circle into a square peg, man. Like this is not it, man. You this fucking brought it up, dog. I'm saying this team did not win because they couldn't close out games. David Ortiz closed out games for that Red Sox team that was down 0-3, and still the only team in outside of hockey to ever win an 0-3 series. That's David Ortiz. You can have all the heart in the world, be down 0-3, get back with the way this team did. You did it with talent instead of heart, fine. Yeah. You didn't have somebody yeah. that was going to come in in game seven and say, fuck it, and every closing moment and say, fuck it, we're going to win. You didn't, didn't need that. That's my whole point. Yes, they, they did. Need, they just what? need heart. That's they insane. Heart. That's insane. That's all they needed. Okay? They didn't, so, so what, Derek White, did he have to score 50 points or whatever? No, he need, he had he had the heart to make a play. Fucking show some heart, man. Once they were down, they were they were chucking away threes. This is who they've been all year long. And we were ridiculous into th- or foolish into thinking that that same team wasn't going to show up in game seven when things matter the most. Like, yeah. I think the comparison to 04 is stupid. I agree. But I think it's much different than Hart. The only difference is both teams tied. They forced the game seven after being down 03. That, that, that's where the comparison falls. I mean, it's Tatum getting on Mount Rushmore. It's too relate. The only thing that you guys, you know, didn't mention in the, the in this back and forth about the Sox and the 04 Sox and the Celtics is in 04 though it was a it was someone did a little bit of something to to you know get yeah, to that. You know what I'm saying? The Celtics didn't have that. The Celtics didn't have that. Like like they should they like they dig, they dug themselves so deep of a hole that they didn't they didn't they couldn't complete it. They couldn't complete the the the, the mission at the end of the day. 
That's what that's what, that's what it comes down to. No matter all the all the talk after every after those three games that they won was you know oh we we play better when our backs against the wall. So what better way to actually prove that than to actually come out and win the game at home despite Tatum rolling his ankle, despite of that like. It shouldn't have to. It shouldn't have to have been just Derek White going in. They went, to, they went to Hero Ball. They, they turned to Jalen, and, and Jalen tried to be a hero. Look, I, if anything, like if Jalen didn't do that, we'd be giving him even a harder time, right? Being like, man, this dude just shot away from the moment. Like yeah, yeah. he stepped up. They needed someone to do that. So you got to give him some some credit for doing that. No, but yeah, like, yeah. Just the execution, though. It was just like, man, like what what happened? And it, what it boiled down to is he just. It was too big of a moment for him. Yeah. All right. Simple as that. Yeah. It's you true. Know? Simple it's true. as that. To beat, he just to wasn't beat, ready for that moment. To beat this uh, comparison a little bit more, <laughs> they were trying to go for homers instead of just singles. And they just were, you know, trying to like chip away. Like once they fell by double digits, like that was it. Like just, there was no, there was no coming out of that for them mentally. And that's, that's what, they didn't have it. that's what, you know, when it comes to like coaching, you're like, you either have it or you don't. And in, in, in year, what is it, year six for Tatum, year seven for Brown. And it's like, and maybe they just need, you know, a little more heartbreak to, to figure it out. But it can't be, oh, well, you know, the coach didn't do this or, or they didn't have a, an assistant coach to, 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 to work with these players one-on-one. No, man, it's, like, they shouldn't already know their, when it comes to their habits, when it comes to their training. Instead of going to fucking Draymond Green's wedding, go fucking go work on your, on your on, you know, not bitching about calls when you don't get them. Like, you know, it's like little shit like that. Yeah. Sorry, I yelled at you, Sway. <laughs> Whatever. <dude. laughs> no, you just very upset about stupid. very upset about this. You just realize how stupid you sounded comparing these two, man. No, 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 I did not compare the two teams. No, you were trying to put Tatum into this thing that he's not, man. This is not it. No, you I, I have to yell again. I said I'm sorry I yelled. I didn't say I'm sorry that I was wrong about what I said. <laughs> I'm not wrong about what I fucking said. No, that's the way you say. That's the way you apologize. Or you, you, you dialed it back, man. You were trying to go down this thing, and you realized it didn't work. Like, listen, no, shit. Like, no, no, no. This is Joel. So many times, this is Joel. You like you, 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 you down on your argument. You realize it sounds terrible. And you try to make it about a whole other thing. Like it wasn't about the clutch thing. It had nothing to do with that. It, it is about the clutch thing. It is about the clutch. That's all it is. It is about the clutch because the sun. The Red Sox were beyond just. You literally said that Sox won because Ortiz is clutching. Like, yeah, that's a big part of it. But like, that was the team as a whole. They were they were just a, a bunch of like, what do you call it? They were they were what, what do they call themselves? The idiots or whatever. But the reason why they, they were a talented like, motherfucking squad. They had pitching. They had hitting. They had everything. They were talented, but Sean, my point is, like, all that stuff that we we're talking about, the heart. And, and you know, never give up attitude. I'm not saying something's gave up, but like to compare these two teams just didn't make sense to me because they never gave you that well, that impression. All right, I'll put Don't it this way: they were way I'll, too inconsistent. I'll put it this way: the Celtics should have never been compared to the 04 Red Sox. Period. But when you were talking about, you obviously going to make that comparison when you got an 03 deficit in Boston, right? But at the same time, like. They have the point that I was trying to make. Say Tatum was Manny. You have an uber talented, probably one of the best two or three players in the NBA. Manny was one of the two or three best players in the MLB, two or three best hitters in the MLB that season, hands down. You have a guy like that. Okay, but now Manny wasn't the reason why you won the won won 
that that oh that four game winning streak and I'm talking about personalities. So that's the thing. Yeah. But go ahead. All right. Yeah. No, but Manny. Not, Manny yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Manny. Manny. Manny's like Manny Ramirez. Like like the and, Manny. And, and, no, 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 no. The, the whole reason why Manny didn't last in Boston is the same exact fucking. Butler is way more Manny than Hayden. Hold on. No. 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 You, that's that's horrible. Manny, Jimmy Butler is not Manny. Jimmy Butler is more David Ortiz than anybody. You I, like get out of here with that. D Jason Tatum is Manny Ramirez right now because Manny. The whole reason why Manny Ramirez was was basically forced out of Boston was because he was the most talented hitter this freaking town has ever seen since Ted Williams. But he didn't have that drive. He didn't have that. I'm gonna go out and fucking kill everybody to win. He was just like, I'm super fucking talented. I'm fucking amazing. I'm going to come up in big spots because I'm just Manny fucking Ramirez. And that's sort of what Jason Tatum has right now. So now that I'm actually walking myself through this, that is the comparison right now. All right. So let me, well, let me ask you this. Tatum let, and Manny Ramirez. let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. How many years did it take before Manny even, even uh, went far into a, a playoffs in his career? Was it his rookie year? Was it his rookie year? Was it his second year? Third year? I think it was. When Manny Ramirez, you signed, uh, when you signed uh, five-time All-Star Manny Ramirez, is that what you're saying? I'm just in, in general, like his 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 over his career, like you know, he he was the Indians. He didn't make it. He didn't make it to the World Series his first year, right? He didn't what make it his second. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Manny. Like how, like the 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 comparison that you're that we're trying to make that me and Sway trying to say is like it took. Manny Ortiz and a, and a bunch of others on that current on that uh, 04 Sox team to go through a bunch of shit before they actually won like anything or even go to the playoffs or that type of shit. Like yeah. they weren't no one no one was kissing their ass in in fucking high school or or or, or college or or whatever before they made it to the majors. Fuck, David Ortiz was pretty much out of the league before Pedro told the Sox sign this motherfucker and you'll see what you know. Give him an opportunity. And you'll see what he can do. Yeah, man, they came from humble beginnings. Exactly. That's it. That's what. That's what we're talking about. Oh, so so when superstars, the best players, and that was in the Eastern Conference Finals as a teenager, bro. He was a teenager. When you become one of the best hitters in MLB, you don't, you don't feel like things are a little bit beneath you at that point. We haven't. We've never seen that before in the '90s or. Or early two thousands, we've never seen a superstar just, just ride off their talent. Just like, just like, like Jimmy Butler, who was not only drafted in the second round, but he he came from like a D two humble beginnings, bumping him into stars. Like it's just two completely different uh, stories. When you're talking about the personnel of, of the Celtics, the twenty twenty three Celtics and the old four Sox, like guys like that. Undrafted, Anyways. undrafted players who just you know just that's balled out. Heat, man, that's that's buying heat, right? Because they're like, man, we we're not supposed to be here. Like, you think Tatum and them think like that? Like, I don't. They're like, no, we're supposed to be here. Just like they went into Game Seven, being like, oh yeah, that's right. That's what we do. We force Seven. It's like, yo, you guys won by a miracle, and they came into Game Seven like, this is it, fellas. Let's wrap this thing up. They didn't know what to do about it. Yeah, anyway, I don't think right. the teams. I don't. I don't think the teams compare. But I do. I'd stand by my Mandy, Jason Tatum, and we'll see what the fuck happens with that shit. Look, if if Tatum gets all gets, if he were to get way more criticism, I would. I would. I would kind of see what you're saying, but he's not really getting it right now, right? It's more about Joe and about the organization. What happened, like, Jalen? 
if this was the hypothetically, it would, this would all follow me. You know what I mean? But, like, but do you remember was, last year? Last year, well, last game seven, eight, yes, and Manny like rolled his ankle. So I don't know. <laughs> if you want to keep this comparison going, it's like a lot. It would be a, the 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 shit storm would be way worse. Like I, I feel like this game was kind of. Let me let me let me just. I'll, I'm not going to bring this up again, but I'll. I'll not to say that it won't happen though, because it could easily happen again, especially because if he gets a rough start to the season next year. All I'm trying to say is that I think like just pure talent to like obviously Boston loves people that come with heart, people that come with grit, people that come with clutch genes. But if we're talking about talented players to come through Boston in the past 20 years, I think you have. Manny Ramirez, Randy Moss, and Jason Tatum being the most talented, gifted athletes to come through this city in the past 20 years, and they all got booted out because Boston didn't accept talent over heart. And I think that's a scary path for this 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 fan base and Boston to go through right now because you have one of the top five players in the NBA, you better, you better make it make it a make it a place that he can be around and be welcome and we figure it out. That's that that's all. Because we whatever. It is well, what is what is Jalen what is Jalen Brown's vision? Because uh, I mean, when you talk about that same type of stuff, right? Hard and grit and all that, like and you you, you think about him potentially getting that max deal. Do you feel comfortable with that? Because again, the town around Celtics, around these guys, Tatum and Brown, it's going to change in a couple of years because of the new CBA. Not next season, but the year after, and that's exactly when Jalen Brown's new contract would kick in. So, how do you feel about that? Like the the the, the core of these guys. I mean, Brad Stevens couldn't say a whole lot because of obvious for obvious reasons, and you know he's going to approach that negotiation table at the Bristol, whatever. You know, that's something he can't just start talking about now. But obviously, it looks like he wants to go in that direction. He said nothing but good things about Jalen Brown. So, how do, you, how do you two feel about that? Well, it was based on you know what we've what we've, we've said. That's it's kind of your it's kind of the best choice right now, right? You're gonna you're gonna start uh, you're gonna put him on a trading block again, like you like you have been for the last you know whatever amount of years now. Like at this point, you either you're either gonna actually pull the trigger or you just resign him. That's it. Like, what else? What else is there when it comes to Jalen Brown? So there's no I, way Jalen I mean, refuses turns down the supermax. Right? No, no, he's it's definitely not going to refuse that. Like, if you're doing that, it's because right, and, and, no. and because of who he is to the association too. Like, it would pull up and they'd be like, "No, I'm good. I want to go somewhere else." And I was like, "Wait a minute, that's not how you're supposed to do things." Like, yeah, <laughs> it would be a yeah. bad political move. Yeah. Let me let me ask you guys. Let me ask you guys one thing a little bit differently because, like, I, I don't think the Celtics really have too much of a choice. Like, you have to, right? You have to sign him, but I think the only person that would that the only reason why this doesn't happen is if Jason Tatum says no. Nah. Like I, I don't think he will, but if Jason Tatum's like you're gonna spend that money on on Jalen Brown and I could get like we could sign and trade for name your superstar right like on a bad team. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I just... Yeah, but Tatum's way too comfortable. Though. That's what I'm see, saying. Yeah, I don't see Tatum... I, I don't see Tatum... I don't want some guy else to come in here and tell me what to do. You know what I mean? Like, and I also think that he's... He's got that same mind. Oh, no. It's Tatum like, team give still. Us crack at it. Give us another crack at it, and we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Like, I don't think... Yeah. Like, you don't want to change the biggest piece of the puzzle, right? Or at least right now. Well, yeah. well... 
the reason why I only bring it up is because the last thing the Celtics need is to supermax Jalen Brown and then get in the situation at this time next year and you're ready to supermax Jason Tatum and he says, actually, I don't really want to play with Jalen Brown anymore, right? And then he doesn't re-sign for that supermax, which you're I'm like, thinking about, I'm thinking about the other way around. I'm thinking about Jalen a few years being like, you know what, guys? I know you can sign this contract and everything. I kind of want out. And then it's like, oh, wait, now what are you going to do? Because if, Well, that if always happens. That's going to happen. Exactly. It happens in the NBA. But the worst part is when it happens off of a, a player's request and the whole entire team knows that you're up against them, you know, they're going to shorthand you the, 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 the offer and all that. So, but, but, but also, too, I don't think that, that really any NBA team has been in this position where they're like, all right, we have to supermax our second best player, and then we have to hope our first best player agrees to our supermax as well. Like this is the first, this is the this is uncharted territory right now. Yeah, that's true. Like Giannis got the supermax. It's gonna be so hard for teams to like their like cores. You know what I mean? Like the, t- teams, are, the identity of teams are gonna be switching up all like two, three years because it's new CBA, man. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, well, obviously teams that are in position. All- Teams that have that super max caliber players, right? Like, there's not a whole lot of flexibility to best players because of the kind of money that's going to be thrown around. Yeah, like the next team that'll be in this situation is probably like the Oklahoma City Thunder with Shea and Giddy. Like, but that's not even close because they are like, fuck it, dude. We don't care about any of this. We're not going to win championships anyway, you know? Shea right now is in the middle of it, of uh, uh, his extension, too. So that's about to kick in. So, yeah, that's that's way down the line. Who loves, loves Josh? He's made it all. Yeah. No, you don't think – you don't, okay, wait till next year. He's going to be third-team All-NBA. Don't worry. Wait for it. Wait for yeah, it. Wow. Sean just loves to fall in love with players after the first couple of years. Wow. No, but, okay, what what other team is in this situation right now? You got like, it right with Giannis, man. We'll give you that one. About it, yeah, so that's about it. <laughs> let's move, but that was let's, let's let's move on. All-NBA. All yeah, guys. <laughs> that was before the CBA. I'm saying that it'll be affected by this CBA. I'm trying to think of teams that'll be. No, just the fact that you pattern. were saying you crowned him like a top three NBA player in like 2014. He was like his sophomore year, but it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's take a yeah, let's take a trip around the NBA. Let's wrap this thing up the way we uh, end every episode here on Cosmic with uh, Joel's. In case you missed it, in case you missed it, in case you missed it, in case you missed it. Well, the Suns have a new coach, and no, it's not Doc Rivers because he decided to pull his name from the uh, finalists, uh, so to speak, here of a of list of of candidates. And what happened? You heard about the name? He was just like, I'm out. I'm yo, out. no, it was weird because it was like that happened, and then 20 minutes later, it was like, oh, Frank Vogel, you're the you're the new coach for the next five years. It's like they did not they did not agree to the terms at first when whatever the Suns offered him uh, or. Then I don't know. It's just I thought that was kind of weird. That kind of went under the radar because it was every, everything was surrounded with uh, oh, a championship coach is going to a you know a championship contender again, and 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 Doc just slowly just backed up. And was like all right, I don't know where I'm gonna go, but I'm not where going to Phoenix. Where do you think Doc? Yeah, I mean, why? <laughs> like, yeah, why did why would Doc pull out? I I don't. There's nobody there. That he I mean, Chris Paul, Doc. He probably doesn't want to mess with Chris Paul again. Is that is that it? I don't, I don't know. I mean, the Suns are they're rumored to want to get rid of Chris Paul, so I don't know if that's going to happen or not. He is, I, I believe he has, the years left on his contract, they're like not all uh, guaranteed, so 
and I think it's that's easier to move them now than it was a few years ago. But yeah, no, uh, Vogel five year deal uh, with the with the Suns. Uh, Durant, I believe, has what two more years after this one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, yes. And and Booker's in the middle of his uh, or the the beginning of his extension, so it's gonna be at least be those two. Aiden also. Vogel's known for loving his 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 big men in his terms picks, of like yeah. you know the the blocking and 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 rebounding. So uh, outside of Aiden, about Vogel. Out, out of Aiden, outside of Aiden, there's there's not much in the depth chart when it comes to <laughs> big men that that are, that are defensive minded and and shot blockers. There, even Aiden to a certain extent is not really a shot blocker. Well, Aiden Aiden should be a shot blocker. Yeah, guys, are yeah, 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 but that's just not, just not his his forte. So it looks like. Looks like Chris Paul has uh, thirty million this upcoming season, and then the one after that. But I think it's a play. Uh, I think it, is it a player or a team option? It's a, probably a player option. I think it's a team option, but it's like non guaranteed. There's, there's no option. Oh, there's no option. No option. <laughs> upcoming season is partly guaranteed, and then the one after that is non guaranteed. All right. So oh, okay. But there's no so, option. Though. Yeah, probably team gets to be like. Well, team option basically at that point if it's non guaranteed, right? Or just wave them at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no no penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like we'll best, we'll give you your buyout. And bye. Like we See really, we really, we really didn't think you could be in the league right now, Chris. So, yeah. Like <laughs> that's where you're coming up to that point in the contract. Exactly. So yeah, um, um, I actually really like that hire though. I don't know. Do you guys? Do you guys? I I really like that hire for that Suns team. Well, all the. All the talk about him being interested in being an assistant, you know, kind of went out the window real quick here in Boston. But yeah, it's a good, it's a good hire for the Suns. I would have liked Doc to get with the Suns, to be honest, but it is what it is. Well, thanks, Joe, for will be uh, be the coach here, but that's cool. It's all yeah. good. Yeah, and then you know Philly, they they hired they hired Nick Nurse, which by the way, I don't think I've ever seen a team who get eliminated. <laughs> Fire their coach and hire a new coach before the next series ends. I've never seen that. <laughs> and and did you guys see the Nick Nurse press conference? Oh, about the, about the gym, I mean about uh Harden. <laughs> he wouldn't answer he the question. He's not ready. He's not ready for Philly, bro. He's not ready for Philly. No, but Philly, man. It wasn't like a backhanded compliment, but it was just like man, you guys are tough. But that's good. I like that about you guys. Yeah, yeah. Of course, he <laughs> like, said yeah. I don't think he's gonna, he's gonna have that rapport. Goal, but he's like, yeah, right. He's not gonna have that rapport with the with the, with the Philly media. I thought Sean was laughing because he was gonna make the uh, the um, uh, got rid of a dog for the nurse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't think about that, but okay. That's just Sean joke. I thought he was gonna say it. So I thought you were gonna make that that joke. All right, uh, and keeping on topic of new. Coaches going to new destinations. Uh, the Pistons have hired uh, Monty Williams. That was that's a random hire. I'm a, I gotta say. What you wanna know about <laughs> the Pistons? Yo, baby. It's a, it's a, yo, I love it with six that year, Six year what? deal, seventy eight point five million dollars. Like what the hell, dude? That's insane to me. The trial's on the come up, baby. That's Detroit. Somebody else. That's, that's the largest coaching deal in NBA history. That's 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 crazy. Somebody else must have been watching the uh, Pistons on League Pass all season and know the potential that's there, baby. Me and Monty Williams on the same page, dude. 
<laughs> yeah, okay. Monty was just like, you, you sure you went off me all this money? Okay, I'm in. Like, did you see the intro? See the introduction press conference? You were just like, man, not only is this team very talented, but they won me a lot of money last season. Better, <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, he didn't say that. Didn't say that. Before somebody, <laughs> somebody calls me out, like, yo, Marty didn't say that. Like, why would he talk about that? Yo, he would have got, he would have got fined so quickly, yo, for saying shit like that. He's like, shout out to Fanduel, <laughs> shout out to Fanduel, shout out to Fanduel, and just saying, you know, those, the, all those seventeen point five spreads, dude, that they had all last season, just take the, take, take, their Pistons are gonna cover, dude. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> easy money. I know, easy right? Money. Easy money. That's it. That's, that's Sean's quote, right? The easy money. Easy <laughs> Classic. All right. And last but not least, uh, in case you missed it, this wouldn't be in case you missed it without some uh, John Morant news. Uh, Adam Silver, prior to game one of the NBA Finals, uh, spoke about how uh, the investigation, the league investigation is, is essentially complete, but they won't talk about the discipline for Morant until after the Finals. So, you know, everyone's going to be speculating, like, oh, no, how many games, how many, you know. And the the suspension from the NBA is based on what they're calling the league's, quote, values and not legal yeah. standard, right? I saw that today. Yeah. Silver came out and said that shit. So, yeah. so you know, got to quote. And not only, about, not only about this, it's like it's basically everything going forward. That's the now. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like setting a precedent for obvious reasons but like like don't come at me and say that it was legal yeah yeah it was against it was against what we want you to do that that and like we're we're a fucking private entity we've always have been (laughs) and always will be so get your shit jj reddick ass motherfucker i know (laughs) did he do anything illegal yo shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) so this is i got this quote here from from silver and uh i thought it was interesting you know Waving them around, right? We're talking, you know, talking about the, the pistols, right? Displaying them in a Flash certain cases. this uh, no firearms. Displaying them in certain contexts is not consistent with gun safety and not the proper message that the NBA player, particularly one at Jaws level, should be sending to tens of millions of followers he has, and particularly when it's an incident once again where it's been uh, streamed live on social media. So yes, I think given the similarity of the incident from the first one, I was alarmed and disheartened. In quote. But but hold on, hold on. Let's let's reset. <laughs> motherfucker said again. This motherfucker doing let's, this again. Let's, let's reset this argument really quickly and just ask this question: Did he do anything to break the law? Okay. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up, JJ. That was the dumbest no thing. One, but no one even said that. I can understand people were just like, "This is this is illegal." Then like, no, no, no one said that. But it doesn't mean he did. It wasn't stupid and reckless. Like, yeah, right. Man. He yeah. just tried to be the smartest guy in the room for like the wrong, the wrong. No, he tried to be the wokest guy. Yeah, no, yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. yeah, and then exactly. and then you got the then you got the gun toters in like Texas and Florida. Like, yeah, he's got a right to bear arms. Like, you know, that's his, that's his like, hey, right. I just <laughs> just bought this new AR-15. Gonna call JJ Reddick, baby. Here we go. What up? Yeah, where's the? That's a good call. Where's the? Uh, who are the uh, the right wingers? No, no one's standing up. No, they're probably they're probably in all the, the, the different threads when it comes to JJ Where's and his thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it is. All I know is this. Should be all interesting. I know is this. The gun to and NRA members. No one wants to fight for John, huh? Pew, pew, yeah, pew, no, pew. everyone fights for everybody else. Wonder why? They're not yeah. going to be any protests in the street, you know, free jaw. 
Yeah, that, yeah. That, this is unfair. Yeah, when that suspension drops, I want to see how many people. I want to see. Yo, the same people that they were with the whole Kyrie when Kyrie didn't want to get vaccinated. That's I want to see those same people come 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 through. No, I just want to <laughs> see the head of the NRA, the the, the biggest funder <laughs> to the Republican Party. I want him to come through and be like. You know, this is really an unfair suspension for somebody having a legal gun in a car. <laughs> I mean, okay? I've never watched basketball a day in my life, but still, you know, it's the principle yeah, of but, the thing. But, but you know damn well if it was Austin Reed's gun token flashing pieces on IG Live that the right-wingers would be like, wait a minute, you're not going to suspend this guy over this. This is unfair. This yeah. is unfair. With a Make America great hat on and shit. If John just had a Make American great hat on top of those dreads, like just sitting there. You know, and he was like that. You know, the NRA be all over that, dude. They be like, don't, don't persecute our our gun holders of America. This guy's a patriot. <laughs> I know, right? This guy's a patriot. <laughs> He's a true American. Yeah. America, damn it. John, John, let me let me tell you something. John Moran is. <laughs> you know how many times? You know how many times I've been in my car listening to. Little Dirk and just have my just have my gun out. Just feel like I gotta do that, you know. Like <laughs> I gotta turn on the IG live, you know. I gotta show the world I believe in being a firearm carrier, you know. Come it's on. like I know I know what we thought John was listening to, but he was really listening to Toby Keith. So yeah, we course. should just all be <laughs> yeah, all be good with him holding a yeah. gun. Okay? His boy, his boy was like, "Yo, turn that shit off." And oh shit, what you type of ah? God damn it, you know the gun now, Toby Keith. Ah, jeez, hey, we've lost him. We've this lost him. Great American setting of an awesome example. Let me <laughs> but where where's JJ Reddick when you really need the voice of, of yeah, reason? Man, yeah. You know, I want to I want to hear his his take when the fucking suspension drops. But anyways, well, I want to I I know for a fact that I, I I've seen Adam Silver in like awkward situations before where he's taken like the middle line. Is this the most passive aggressive I've ever seen Adam Silver ever? Of like, I'm gonna fuck this dude. Right <laughs> you know what I mean, dude? He's just got that, got that. Like, oh, he's gonna like, just wait, he's, just wait until the season, <laughs> wait until the season is over. He, he asked like, for this. He fucking like asked for this. <laughs> it's like a father grabbing his kid, like in the middle of a party, like, yo, when we get home, bro, it's a wrap. Your ass, no one it's about to get torn up. No, no PlayStation. You ain't getting nothing. Got like, yeah, it. Enjoy yourself for the night because you after this party. Right. You are so. You ain't seen. You ain't seen daylight. You ain't seen daylight for a minute, motherfucker. Fuck you. (laughs) The 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 dad. The dad's already said four or five times at the party. Yo, stop doing that. Then he does it six times. He's like, okay, we'll see what happens when we get in the car. What we're gonna find out is what we're gonna find out what happens when he gets in the car, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're gonna find out. No, 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 no. This was no, this was the car ride home, and then when we when he gets home, to go back with a bunch of goodies in it. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy enjoy that shit. Be the last goodie bag you see for a minute. You got two popsicles. I mean, you got two uh, lollipops. Oh, look at that. Enjoy it, bro. Enjoy that bag. All right. That's going to do it for this uh, edition of uh, In Case You Missed It. Uh, Real quick, I want to shout out our listeners for another, I know, Celtic season. Not the way y'all wanted to see things end, but it is what it is. It's another season in the books. Uh, Another another season under the CLNS umbrella. So uh, shout out to them and shout out to our listeners. Always appreciate it. Absolutely, man. You guys. You guys, the reason why we do this, man. Appreciate it. Also, yeah, man. Not- I did not. I did not want to get on the mics at all for like <laughs> the first. That uh, must have been like the seven times Joel asked, like, "Hey, are we going to do this podcast or what?" And I was like, uh, "It's for you guys, though. It's for you guys." For <laughs> you know, the people uh, want the people. The people want to hear our voices. You know, they want to hear like, I our takes. 
I didn't. I didn't want another day to go by where people couldn't couldn't sleep without wondering what dude. Uh, you know. Yeah. You can also you can also catch us on the on the uh, Causeway after yeah, hours. people. Don't forget to go Causeway after hours as well. You know, we talk other things in life, not just uh, basketball or sports. Uh, that's yeah. patreoncom slash Causeway. Uh, season three is in full effect for uh, the Sway One One podcast. Uh, I've heard the Causeway after hours episode. Um, Last time was one of the greatest episodes of all time. I've just heard that through the grapevine. Yeah, it's up there. It's up there. <laughs> it's pretty random. Oh, uh, not random. It's funny. It's just uh, funny. Not that, I, not that I necessarily remember at all, but I've heard, you know. <laughs> yeah, so check that out. Subscribe. I mean, just, just check, check it out. out. Just check it check out, out, right? This week, uh, one-on-one with Joe Sway, we got uh, uh, Kevin Love and Grant Williams. Right, two separate conversations, obviously. <laughs> but uh, both from the... Uh, they were in the same room? <laughs> they were in the same room? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> same time. Yo, imagine having to say, hey, you guys, you guys have to do this together. Like, wait, what? They're like, what? So he, just, so he just starts it out. He's like, hey, now that I got you guys both in the room, uh, how does it feel to be the most uh, inconsistently used player <laughs> on each of the rosters? Like um, you guys have no idea whether you're playing or not tonight, right? Yeah. yeah. That? Isn't that crazy? They look, at, they look at each other like, fuck, he's right. What the fuck? Like, I didn't even think about it like that. <laughs> playing tonight? I don't know, bro. Yeah, I, don't I don't know, man. Go. I don't know. You playing? Yeah. I don't know. You I don't playing? Know. I don't been, know. You I've been playing? starting, but maybe, you know. Coach was loving the outlet passes, but I don't know, man. This series has been kind of different, you know? No. Yeah, I think, oh, I no, think. We talk about a lot of things. My, my skill set is, you know? <laughs> well, Kevin Love... A lot of people just now find this out, but every time he's played, every playoff appearance he's made, he's, he's, he's made an appearance in the NBA Finals. So, uh, obviously, this year is no different. And uh, a lot of those trips to the Finals started, well, not started, but uh, <laughs> was, sol- was solidified in Boston. So, we talk about a little bit of that, how he, he's been on the, the big stage against the Celtics throughout his career more than a couple of times. And with Grant Williams, his role, and trying to figure that out, and Joe Mazzula, it's a really good conversation, man, between uh, Grant and I. So, yeah, check that out. It's episode two, uh, season three, one-on-one with Joe Sway. And, of course, uh, episode one is available uh, featuring Mike Gorman. So, check it out. Patreon.com slash Causeway, right? Subscribe. You'll be doing yourself a, a, a good deed there, all right? And also hit up uh, all our social media platforms at Causeway Street. Hit up CausewayStreet.com for your... Now, Celtics off-season news, rumors, and opinions. The Joe Mazzula news. <laughs> all that, all that. And just, again, CausewayStreet.com, all right? And I guess, uh, you know, until next time, this was a heated therapy session, but it had to be done. It had to be done, so. Yeah, 100%. Don't, I think we learned one thing from today. Don't ever fucking compare this team to the 04 Red Sox. Or, or any team, Red for that Sox matter. Holy they're holy. Yeah, any team for that matter. But yeah, they're their own. They're their own kind in, in many ways, in many different ways. Unique. You can't compare the team to anybody. Unique. Yeah, yeah. And then, you, and, then, and then, if you do try to figure out which way, me and Sway will kill each other about it. Okay, so let's <laughs> figure, don't make us do that. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we out. Hopefully, this team gets some balls. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> grow, grow some, grow some pubes. Celtics, let's go. <laughs>